Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Not Another Healthcare podcast, or Not Just Another Healthcare podcast. You can tell I, uh, I'm i not always the host for this. I'm the interim host today. Uh, I, I host a couple different podcasts for, for Slice of Healthcare, but this is a new one, uh, and I'm filling in. Today, I'm speaking with Noah Hirsch, who is the Director of Women's Health at Antidote Health, and we are going to talk about a, a pretty interesting topic today, uh, right, Noah, on uh, t- more, more about the barriers of access, barriers to access uh, for women's health. So I'm excited to chat with you. Indeed. I'd, I'd love we could kick things off, Noah, by you giving the audience a little bit about your background, and then we'll kind of go into some of these uh, barriers of access uh, as well as some other topics. Absolutely. So I'm a women's healthcare nurse. I've been a women's healthcare nurse pretty much my entire career. I've worked in various areas, uh, IVF, high-risk obstetrics, uh, postpartum, uh, urgent women's healthcare. I was the director of women's healthcare for a large chain of urgent care clinics. And now I've joined Antidote and I'm really excited to be bringing women's health to the Antidote community. I'm sure they're they're super excited to to have you there as well. Um, now, can can we kind of switch focus? So I'm super excited to be chatting with you today, and this has been a topic that across even our other podcast we've talked a lot about recently. Just kind of from the top uh, or the 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 early stages of um, a woman's life onwards, all the way up to like menopause, right? I've had a, a lot of guests through a variety of uh, areas within the woman's health space, whether it's fertility, menopause, um, birth control, like across the, across the whole spectrum. Can you talk to us about some of the barriers of access to women's health through kind of your lens? Sure. Uh, I mean, it, it, we talk about it in medicine, right? Everything is always studied from the, the uh, perspective of the man. Uh, women are were, were always kind of an afterthought. There's so many things like drugs that have never been tested on women. So in general, women sort of lag behind in a lot of things that come to access. Um, for women's healthcare in specific, for example, in the United States, in over half the counties in the United States, there's not a single OBGYN, not a single women's health doctor. Um, women often have to travel quite far to be able to see a gynecologist. Um, there is this sort of embarrassment. Sometimes a lot of women's health issues are very personal and women uh, often will not go to a doctor for these sort of things. It it can cost women their lives actually um, when they don't seek healthcare due to embarrassment. There's also this idea, especially if you're talking about limited financial resources, women, when it comes to health within the family, they tend to put themselves at the bottom. So if you have limited resources and you can only afford your copay on a certain amount of visits, you tend to shaft your healthcare issues to the side in favor of your children or your spouse. Um, and then there, you know, if we're talking about menopause, which is sort of an area I'm very interested in, um, there aren't very many gynecologists in the world who really specialize in menopause. There's very much this idea that women's health ends at the age of about 45. Like when you're no longer childbearing, gynecology kind of forgets who you are. And there are studies that show that women are suffering lots of menopause symptoms and they either 
don't even know that they can go to their doctor for that because they also feel that gynecology ends when they are no longer childbearing. Um, and even if they do go, something like 70% of them feel like their doctor didn't actually meet their needs. So there, there are a lot of barriers, right? You've got the actual physical barrier that there isn't a gynecologist in over 50% of the counties in the United States. There is this idea that if you can't afford it, you're going to be the bottom of the barrel. There is the embarrassment barrier um, or, you know, just not feeling comfortable uh, speaking about issues of sexual health, um, especially when you're after childbearing age. And, and this idea that menopause is kind of the forgotten part of gynecology. So there are a lot of barriers. Thank you for sharing, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, obviously, being a male, I was not always privy to some of these access problems. And that's why I like, I like the podcast channel. I've had great conversations with, uh, with people that have been able to educate me on, on the challenges that women you know, face and continue to face. And uh, I, I definitely think that the rise of digital health is helping uh, with a lot of those access problems, for sure. Um, and it's pretty cool to obviously see what, what you're going to be building out at Antidote Health and continue to build out there. Um, and I actually would love to, to kind of switch focus to that, actually, if you don't mind, because we talked about your, your role of uh, Director of Women's Health there. Can you talk about what it maybe was about Antidote Health that, like, what about Antidote Health made you want to join the team? And then what basically you envision that role looking like, uh, again, through your lens? Sure. So if if my sort of interest is in removing as many barriers as possible for women to gain access to uh, knowledgeable telehealth services, then Antidote, which is so affordable, um, you know, certainly hits the financial one. I think their reach is amazing. Um, you know, they operate in so many different areas. I also like that they're um, are other clinics that sort of tie into women's health. For example, um, there's a mental health clinic and mental health factors are also part of menopause. Menopause symptoms, for example, include depression, you get postpartum depression. So I, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of ways to help patients right within Antidote, won't have to send them out. Um, and so, I think that that's another reason that I'm really excited to join Antidote. Um, and I, I just think they do a great job of, of giving underinsured, uninsured people affordable access. And a lot of the areas that are really underserved for uh, with OBGYNs, right? We say it's 50% of the counties, but obviously those are disproportionately spread throughout the United States. And a lot of them are in states that Antidote already operates in. and. I think the reach is going to really be able to remove all of these barriers that we spoke about. Um, telehealth is really the uh, a wonderful answer for one, the, the distance issue, but even more that these intensely personal areas of medicine that people tend to not seek care for due to embarrassment or shame or discomfort. So women's health is one of them, mental health is another, that we're finding that actually that, that little bit of distance that telehealth gives is a bonus. It's actually something that's increasing access. People who might be slightly uncomfortable having a conversation face-to-face -face about a really intensely personal subject are much more comfortable doing it over telehealth services. So 
I think Antidote is really going to be able to help so many women this way. And, and when you help women, you're also helping their families, right? We think of women as the gatekeepers of a family's health. And it's true. We know that studies show that women make the majority of healthcare decisions for their families. So when you're helping these women, you're actually helping the whole family. You're, you're bringing them, the, the women are, are healthier, whether it's physically, mentally, and therefore they, they can sort of help their whole family. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Um, I think, I, I can't remember if this is the right stat or not, but if not, it's definitely close. Like, I think 80% of the, like, a family's healthcare decisions are, are made by the, 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 the woman in the family. Um, if Absolutely. it's not 80%, I know it's, it's close to that, but I'm pretty sure it was 80% was the statistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the I think statistic. back, you know, growing up, right, even with, with the healthcare decisions and, and um, you know, my, my childhood household, my mom made all the healthcare decisions. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's a true, it's a true stat. And I think continuing to improve women's health across the board, not only improves women's health, it keeps people, uh, it keeps women in continuously, uh, a better health, better mindset in terms of mental health as well. And that's a benefit for the whole family as a whole, not just for the individual. So I, I think uh, you're, you're spot on there uh, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we know that when women, when women are, you know, especially when, I, again, I'm, I'm very excited about menopause because I think that's a clinic that we, we're going to be doing um, that's sort of unique. It's not, it's an area that's really neglected, um, even within the telehealth world. So, you know, women who are in the early stages of menopause and mid-menopause, you're taking care, a lot of times you're part of what we call the sandwich generation. You're taking care of your children who um, at that point are, might be slightly, you know, teenagers. And you're also taking care of your parents. So there are just so many people that will be benefiting from having women who are going through menopause getting the appropriate care that they're, they're not really getting right now. Absolutely. Well, Noah, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the Not Just Another Healthcare podcast. Hopefully, we can have you back on again. Uh, really appreciate your time today and uh, can't wait to, to continuously to follow your journey and, and see what, uh, you know, all the great things that you're able to do at Antidote Health. But thank you so much for joining us today.